holy night the stars are brightly shining it is the night of our dear savior's birth hi everyone and welcome to another episode of bible made easy podcast i'm brother george thanks so much for joining me it's christmas season again what a wonderful time of year where worldwide more than 2 billion people celebrate the birth of Jesus and billions more are exposed to the wonder and beauty of the Christmas story. And not just a mere story, but the pivotal moment in history where God visited humanity to get involved in our struggle, to show us what He's like and to offer us forgiveness of sins, salvation and healing for our bodies and our hearts. It's not just a time to celebrate with time off from the daily drudgery, with empty merriment and gift giving. It has far deeper significance that is meant to make a profound difference in our lives and the world. And today I'm going to share with you a very touching, incredible, true Christmas story that illustrates just that. The power of the story to have a positive impact even in the midst of the most trying circumstances. The event is known as the Christmas Truce of 1914, a well-documented temporary truce that occurred between the warring parties in the midst of the unspeakable horrors of the trench warfare of World War I. I first heard of this event from my late wife's father because his own grandfather was a participant in the event as he served as a mechanic in the German Air Force. After the war, he emigrated to America and became a pacifist who opposed war. It was Christmas Eve of 1914. Long-simmering hostilities between European powers escalated to full-blown war in August of that year. On the one side, the Allied nations of France, the United Kingdom, Russia, Italy and the United States, among other countries. On the other side, the central powers of Germany, Austria-Hungary, the Ottoman Empire, Bulgaria and their colonies. The most prolonged and fiercest fighting of the war occurred in the trenches of what was known as the Western Front, which was a more than 700 kilometer line of countless trenches extending from the Belgian coast all through northern France to Switzerland where millions of men faced off against each other for most of the duration of the war from 1914 to 1918. Governments and media like to sanitize and glorify war and a casual reading of history books just seems to fill you with information and statistics. But to really grasp the brutal realities of World War I, you've got to dig around to get an understanding of trench warfare and what it was like. Here's what I found from various sources. The trenches were usually dug to a depth of about two and a half to three meters. They were fortified with sandbags and protected by barbed wire. Makeshift wooden flooring was often installed to keep the soldiers' feet out of the mud. But this wasn't very effective, and soldiers on the front lines basically lived on and off in the mud for months and years on end, if they survived that long. Life in the constant wet and damp often led to a condition known as trench foot, 
which, if it wasn't treated, could necessitate amputation in order to avoid severe infection or even death. It pains me to imagine what an amputation would be like in those days before modern medicine. Besides life in the mud, the soldiers had to contend with the insects and the rats, as well as battle the elements, the freezing cold in midwinter, the heat of summer, the rain. The trenches also became like garbage dumps for the debris of spent military equipment, used supplies, and the dead bodies of fallen comrades. And then, of course, there was the horror of the reason they were there in the first place, the war. The trenches were usually within eye distance, but sometimes as close as 50 metres apart, putting the combatants eyeball to eyeball in nerve-wracking face-offs. The space in between was called no man's land and was often filled with barbed wire and landmines. Actual fighting was dominated by machine guns and rifles and raids by one side upon another put the soldiers in gruesome hand-to-hand face-to-face combat. I have to admit, I'd never really delved into the details of the realities of war until doing research for this episode. And what I found just fills me with horror and sympathy for what those poor boys had to endure. Many millions died a cruel death, and many millions more were cruelly physically injured on top of the mental and spiritual scars they carried after the war ended. It was in the midst of these trying conditions that the miracle of the Christmas truce happened on Christmas Eve 1914. That night, somewhere along the long line of trenches, some German soldiers began to sing a Christmas carol in their language. Soon, boys from both sides who were supposed to be there to slaughter and maim each other were singing timeless carols such as Silent Night and O Come All Ye Faithful in unison. By the next morning, some German soldiers came up from their trenches calling out Merry Christmas in English. Allied soldiers nervously came out to greet them. In other places, German boys held up signs reading, You no shoot, we no shoot. The spirit of peace and brotherhood spread, and it's reported that up to 100,000 men joined in the unofficial truce. During Christmas Day, soldiers played football together and exchanged gifts of cigarettes, food, and other treats. The truce also gave a chance to both sides to finally bury their dead buddies whose bodies were still laying in no man's land between the trenches. The truce was short-lived. In some places, commanders ordered a resumption of hostilities the same day. In others, it lasted until after New Year's Day. But it was a surreal interruption to the carnage of a war that should never have been waged in the first place, and a beautiful moment of relief for the poor boys who were sent there like lambs to the slaughter. This is what the birth of Jesus and the message of the gospel does. In a broken world of pain and sorrows, Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, came to bring humanity together in the spirit of God's love. Just like in the case of these soldiers, to inspire us to cease our hostilities and to look at one another with the eyes of love and compassion. 
rather than treat each other as enemies, to fellowship and share laughter, rather than fight one another to gain possessions, to share them, rather than to hate, to love. Listen to what the multitudes of angels in the heavens pronounced on the night of his birth. Luke 2.14 Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men of good will. And hear what the scriptures say about his ministry on earth to bring us peace and liberty. Luke 4.18-19 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. And Isaiah 9.6 For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. If you're a Christian, please share the true message of Christmas with those around you. If you're not a believer, please accept Jesus into your heart so that you too can experience his forgiveness, salvation, liberty and peace. If you'd like to know more about the Christmas Truce of 1914, I'll include some links in the show notes. Please be sure to subscribe and please enjoy the Christmas season. God bless you all. Bye.